folks, and welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. So this episode is actually going to be wrapping up season one of All Things Dreams. And although I've been having um, tons of fun putting out these episodes, I'm really actually looking forward to taking a bit of a break so that we can reflect, um, do some more research and planning, and hopefully make season two even better. Season finale! <laughs> This is the season finale. finale. Ow, ow, ow. Season finale. <laughs> All right. So if you've been enjoying this podcast, love to hear from you either on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram with the handle at All Things Dreams and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And from there, I just want to introduce everyone who's in the studio today. So why don't we start right here? My name is Garfield, and I really like lasagna. My name's Allison. I also like lasagna, but I'm not a cat. <laughs> Thank you for that. My name is Dr. Hidalgo Samsonite, well, and I've never had lasagna, <laughs> so I don't know what it tastes like. But I broke your curtain. I don't know what to do. Allison, did, That's you, okay. did you just assume my species? <clears throat> I might not be a cat. Sorry, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to make assumptions like that. No, I'm Garfield. What's your yeah. species? I'm Garfield. Yeah, she was right. Okay. It was pretty obvious to me by looking at you. I mean, I, I was fairly certain you were a cat. <laughs> so, thank you guys all for joining today. We're going to be talking <laughs> about cats, humans, and all. We're going to talk today about two topics. One that kind of is representative of super positive dream experiences and one that's pretty negative. So, the first one is <clears throat> flying and the other one is falling. Looking at experiences of either falling or flying dreams, um, have you guys had any experiences on those fronts? I've had both, for sure. Flying and falling dreams. Let's start positive. Let's start this episode on a positive note. Let, tell us about your flying dream. Um, flying dreams, I've had, I've had a few that I can remember, and it's always the same in terms of the type of flying. Mm -hmm. I'm always flapping my arms as if they are wings, yeah. which in waking time seems really illogical and dumb because, like, you would not actually, if you could fly as a human being, probably flap your arms to do so. But that's what I always do. I love and it's, that. It starts <laughs> off like really difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, the, there's a lot of resistance, and it's hard to get up off the ground. But once I get going, it becomes easier and easier, and I get mm -hmm. higher and higher. And then the higher I get the more easily I can kind of like coast around and, yeah. and get places more easily. Um, but and yeah. do you do you fly like about the height of like a bird kind of thing? Or do you ever fly like out of the atmosphere and like into space or? Not that I can remember. It's like mm -hmm. above the treetops would be yeah. like the highest that I could mm -hmm. get. Gotcha. But it could even just be like a couple of feet off the ground if I wanted to like just yeah. fly around the room. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Hidalgo and Garfield, have either of you had flying experiences? Not that I can recall. No? No. Not flying with the birds? <clears throat> cats, I have... cats usually stay on the ground. <laughs> what about you, Dr. Hidalgo? I don't dream. <laughs> okay, right, right. But I, I, it's not a dream so much is just when you're falling asleep and you have that reaction of slipping and falling on ice or something mm -hmm. and then you wake back up and you're like damn it now I have to go back to sleep but that's it that's not a dream it's a flash of I'm still awake partially mm -hmm. when it happens so I don't know what it is I actually did some research on that piece and after we further flesh out the flying it's part it's like I'm she knew I was that. going to say it <laughs> <laughs> I did some I research on that spontaneous thing you just said <laughs> and I've had the same experience so I was yeah, very curious sure. yeah 
Um, similar to Allison, I've also had flying dream experiences, but my technique was a little bit different than yours. <laughs> I didn't, I never used my arms to really kind of... Jetpack? Get a jetpack? <laughs> to, to fly? <laughs> to, yeah. um, I don't take the bird approach, really. Um, instead, what I tend to do is kind of like, I'll be almost like skipping. It's kind of like I'll be walking on the sidewalk, and then I'm kind of like skipping, and I get like a little bit more height as I'm skipping along. Not like jump rope, but just kind of like skip to Malou, skip to Malou, my darling, kind of jump. Did skipping. either of you watch Superman growing up? Yeah, the show. I did. Yeah, Maybe. Like, when you default to flying, I just naturally look <laughs> like yeah. fist what, in what the air. You're, you're do, supposed right? to look cool when you're flying. Yeah. <laughs> you're skipping, skipping to Malou. You're like, well, both just, of you are describing situations that I would like naturally go to. I would naturally go to gliding. <laughs> gliding, fist in the air, leading the way. Yeah, no, that wasn't my approach. It was very much like the skipping. And then most of the times when I've flown in dreams, it wasn't like, and I'm about to fly. It would be like an accidental... Um, Take off. It would be kind of like accidentally discovering like that I can do it. So you I like tripped skipped. into flying. <laughs> kind of, but I skipped into flying. So I skipped and then I was like, oh, I got quite a bit of height on that skip. And then I got like a little bit more height. And then all of a sudden I'm like skipping in the air and kind of getting higher and higher. And and then as I'm doing that, I'm kind of like, oh, right, I can fly. And it's like this dream um Revelation. Yeah, but not like a I actual could, dream. I, I wish I could have that epiphany in real life. Like, oh yeah, yeah right. It was that's what I'm looking for. Epiphanies. I come to this. I had this like epiphany of like, oh yeah, I can fly, and then I would just keep flying around. But it was more so gliding um, than Eagle. flying. I would say. <laughs> Eagle. And it would be something that I loved. Like when it was happening, I was like, this is amazing. I never want this to stop. It's so much fun. So really I can't imagine sad anyone reacting guys, the opposite. Like, oh, this is boring. I don't I'm remember having, having that same kind of like euphoria. No, I, I think that I was. Well, like, yours was a lot of work. It I was sounds like, like I was like good with it, but it was almost like it was just like walking or running or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it's just something that I can do. And so it's in a the good dream, way of getting around. you were really excited about it. You were just kind of like, all right, now I'm going to fly to the next location. I was like. I think it was kind of a realization, like, mm -hmm. the same as, as you said, because, like, not everybody was flying around. It yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I can fly, so I'm going to do, I'm going to use that to transport myself. But it wasn't like, yeah. yes, I can fly, this is the best thing ever. See, when I, when I was doing it, I was definitely, like, just crazy pumped about it. Yeah, but that's just you in real life. <laughs> Just being crazy I, I, pumped about things you're just, normally you're just people a, wouldn't you're be pumped You're just a happy-go-lucky, joyful person in real life. You're like, oh As God. opposed to Allison. <laughs> just like, whatever. <laughs> Flying, no big whoop. Whatever. whatever. <laughs> I had actually also asked some people just on Instagram if they'd had these types of experiences before. And the question I asked them Buzz, was... Buzz, 80%. <laughs> I'm actually going to share some quotes. So there, it's not a percentage in this case. So can we buzz to Are guess, you gonna the, guess quote? the quote? Are you going to guess the quote? You can, actually. Let's loop back to your 80%, and I'll make the question, how many Jeopardy? people on the Instagram poll said that they had flown in their dreams? What is 80%? That sounds close to right to me. Yeah. Let's say 85%. Um, first, I'm going to say buzz, and then I'm going to say... <laughs> Sorry, <to> buzz. <laughs> Breach of etiquette. <laughs> uh, I'll go lower and I'll say 75%. It was just over 60%. So you guys are all 
thinking higher numbers than what I actually got, but that's just a small group of people. So that's of the Instagram folks, but some of the experiences that they shared in response to this question. What was it like flying? Was it easy? Were you lucid? Did you love it? And one person says, yes, loved it. Very freeing, usually starts out with a couple of high jumps, then turns into soaring. Another one was, it was very hard, especially to get started, quite a workout, loved it once I got started. Another one was sometimes I just accidentally start flying and I'm like, oh yeah, I can fly. <laughs> and then others mentioned that they felt like a superhero. So that's kind of going back to Dr. Hidalgo's thing. So I don't know if they had their fist kind of pumping in the air and leading the way. It's weird that everyone calls me Dr. Hidalgo because that's my first name. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Samsonite. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> just kind of like an informal. I guess so. It's like Dr. Dr. Phil. Yeah, yeah. His first yeah name, exactly. Phil? You're, you're cool. Cool, or like his name Dr. like Richard <laughs> Phillip? I don't uh, know. I don't know his name. I'm going to call you DJ Sammy. <laughs> DJ I could go for a Sammy. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so other responses were also that they they weren't lucid, but it was awesome. And they think that at the time they had just finished reading a Goosebumps book about flying. I personally loved Goosebumps books growing up. I don't know if those were things that... I read 30 of them and then I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm moving on to Stephen King. That's it was, fair. It That's was a like, fair amount of it was my, uh, books to read before I read them all on. in grade six. All of them. Damn. So you needed to up the ante. I was. I, I needed violence. <laughs> so I got It. That's where I started. You ever read It? That's not a good move. Thanks, Mom. I'm pretty sure you got It, and then you got It taken away. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of the other things that popped up in terms of responses came from one of was our friend's moms. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. No, it was, it was one of our friend's moms who made the suggestion. I won't say who, especially not after that suggestion. <laughs> but she says, um, I had a recurring dream for a week where a white-winged horse would pick me up and take me on, on an adventure. Every night, I couldn't wait to fall asleep. I remember it vividly. And so I decided to do a little bit of research into what like a, a white-winged horse or like a pegasus means in your dream. And everything I read was like, basically, this symbolizes various things uh, related to um, sexuality and intimate desires and basically just like, what? take in charge Sex with your sexuality horses? with like, it's a winged horse. That thing's powerful and majestic. I, I don't see a horse was... and think sex. Let's just. That's no, just, it's not. Where's that connection? I don't get that. I think the Pegasus should it's be the idea symbolic. That it's symbolic. Is it, the, is, it a, is it a unicorn? It's not that the is person it the phallic thing on its head? It's not that the person dreaming that thinks the horse is sexy. It's that when they dream of that winged horse, that it's an embodiment of their sexuality. Is she also a horse riding the horse? She's riding the horse. But oh, is she I don't, a horse? I don't think that she's then the sexuality a horse. Who's like, the, what? If I was a horse, I'd be attracted to other horses. Yeah, that makes sense. You're going, you're making it you? too literal. For this painting for this episode, can you paint a horse riding a horse with wings? Even metaphorically, <laughs> I don't see the jump from sex to a horse. Even metaphorically, that's what I'm trying to say. No, I. but I think you're taking it too literally. No, I said metaphorically. Sense. No, but I think you're still taking it too literally. Is the wing horse the one taking the dick pic? <clears throat> oh I can gosh. see... I can see the power part because it's a powerful animal, but that's about powerful, it. Powerful and it has wings. So and I think free. What and does the free. wings have to do with it? Yeah, it's like it has. What kind of wings are we talking? Like 
huge, huge feathers. All of what you're feathers, saying, yeah. tobacco wings, all of what you're skin. saying could be applied to a bald eagle. Do you think I sexy think, bald eagle? I think <laughs> eagle bald. Again, you're talking about whether the creature is sexy. But what I, I just what said that to be goofy, but you know what I mean. Metaphorically, a bald eagle could work. No, like but what goofy I'm goofy saying movie? is, I think it yeah? can it's because it's saying that it, it, like, it's this, it's this being. It's powerful. It can fly. It's free. No, there's nothing holding it back. Like, what's what's gonna get in I the way think, of this? Like, Airplane engines. If you were like oh bummed God. out about like your sexual projection, I'd be like maybe a volcano would make sense or something like that. No, this is saying that you're like you're ready to like explore and <laughs> here's explode. the thing. <laughs> here's the problem with a horse with wings. Horses always eat grass constantly. A horse is never want to. He's never gonna want to fly because it's gonna be grazing the whole time. It's a waste. Just taking me further and further away from my food source. Yeah, exactly. You should put them on a cow. (laughs) Maybe that's... If clouds are made of grass, legit. Let's talk more just flying dreams in general. What are your guys' thoughts on the possible, like, meanings of those? If you're you're dreaming about flying, take either Allison's or my experiences, for example, or any of the examples shared by the listeners. What do you think those might represent? <laughs> um, Don't everyone jump in at Wait, once. what? Okay. Uh, what does flying represent? Yeah, maybe like a desire to escape, like your day to day, kind of like that. Get out of the routine and fly out like, or fly over an obstacle yeah. that's in your life that you're trying to avoid, or fly with the power and the strength of sex. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and in both cases, too, you forgot you could fly. You were skipping, and you remembered you could fly. And yeah. Allison also forgot. So did, maybe, you, did you forget? Or she didn't it know. It was more like, it was more like. No, it was hard. On, I don't know if I forgot. I, I can't really remember if I knew or I didn't know. But it was, like, somewhat unique. Like, there wasn't, it wasn't just, like, nothing. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, right. Like, flying is a thing. Yeah. This is one of my options. Yeah. Okay, so you're thinking it might be <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. like so, okay. overcoming for, obstacles. For, yeah, well, for your example, you forgot to fly, so mm-hmm. and flying is exhilarating. So, like maybe the dream's trying to remind you of a quality, a good quality in you that maybe you forgot. Like if you're going mm-hmm. through a hard time, like it's like a reminder of like, hey, you're still kind of awesome. <laughs> a little bit. I <laughs> added the kind of whenever I was talking about Miranda. I think I had a dream maybe when I was young that I jumped out of an airplane or a helicopter on one of those boards, so like the White Ranger at the beginning of the Power Ranger movie. And I think it's just because I watched that movie. And were you gliding or flying? This would have been like 30 years, no, 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't remember. I don't remember if this dream actually happened, but it seems like something I would want to happen. Are we allowed to talk about dreams we wish we could? I've always wanted to have a dream where I fly. This podcast would be so much easier. I've always wanted to fly in space with a big net full of all the nuclear weapons from the planet and like Superman that shit right into the sun. You blow the sun up. No, you wouldn't. You would blow the sun up. Not at all. The sun would be gone. So you want to No, kill what's more likely you to happen... Basically, you're saying the sun could take on the nukes, and you're saying the sun couldn't. What's more likely to happen is the nukes will explode before reaching the sun due to the heat, and then that would kick back like a bunch of radiation your way. <laughs> no, man, the sun is so much bigger than a pile of nukes. It's a big pile, dude. All the nukes in the world? Yeah, but even if it was the Earth, and you threw it into the sun, it's tiny. Let alone this little pile of nukes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I just my think knowledge of the size of all the things in the universe is not good the enough. The sun is huge. <laughs> Did you know Compared there's, like, our planet? there's like thousands of suns bigger than our sun, too? 
Yeah. There's like videos that show how small our sun is. Oh, yeah. All the other suns. How many Earths fit in our sun? Is it like something crazy, like 50 or 30 or something like oh, that? Oh, it's more than that, I think. It's, it's way more than that. But then it like this video no shows idea. our sun, and then it scales up and shows like how many our suns can fit into other suns. And it's, yeah, it's no, insane. it's not. All right, what were, the, yes. what were the votes for? Uh, what were the votes? Someone, Devin said like, I mean, for how many gods Earths? Or, yeah, how many Earths? Okay, think final answer, sun? I'm going to say 75. I'm gonna I know say... that's way too low. 111. I'm going to say 155. 1.3 million. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap! Wow! We suck. Well, I think maybe the sun can So again, the, the little bag of nukes are going to be fine. <laughs> little bag of nukes, yeah, the sun. The sun, the sun. <laughs> All right, well, now that that mystery has been solved, um, I'm going to share a little bit of the research with respect to... <laughs> The meaning and symbolism of flying. You can sign and... up for my Stanford courses <laughs> online. And so, as we Stanford. kind of alluded to already, if you're having flying dreams, it probably symbolizes something pretty good. Like, it's a positive experience for the most part. Oh, my word. He's stealing, <laughs> he's stealing my water. I'm out. As the host, I don't need any. <laughs> so, basically... This could be that you have recently experienced a really big achievement in your life. Sex. Um, <laughs> that's with, the with only the thing that you're going to go back Pegasus? to. I'm no. assuming the Pegasus. Oh, my word. It's the sex icon, right? Does Pegasus have a horn or is that just the you're unicorn? You're thinking of the no. unicorn. I know, you can I know have, unicorn. No, but you can have a winged unicorn, but a Pegasus is a not winged a winged horse. Unicorn. I've never seen a winged unicorn have, before. Doesn't need to I have. I mean, I've never seen any. There's got to be one. Horn. Doesn't Deadpool ride one at some point in a trailer? There's definitely images out there with a unicorn with wings, but I'm like just saying a Pegasus doesn't need to have Hollywood has a Pegasus as like their emoji or in the movies. No, no, yeah, TriStar. Like TriStar, yeah, TriStar. I don't think I don't know if there's a Pegasus has. that flies in. It it doesn't have a horn. It doesn't have a horn. No, it just flies. Yeah. But basically, if you are having a positive flying dream, do they make sex? It and generally represents <laughs> you being able to, are you having a really positive experience in life? Um, that's linked to an achievement. It might be an achievement you've already achieved, <laughs> or it could be an achievement that you anticipate. So just because you're flying and it's happy doesn't mean you've already, you know, gotten that job or solidified that positive relationship <laughs> or whatever is like a big achievement to you. Doesn't mean it has happened. It might mean that you're like, oh, this is about to happen and I'm super excited about it. So I have a dream about flying. What if your like goal is to have a dream? So if you, so for instance, for someone like yourself who hasn't had dreams, maybe one night you'll dream and the next day you'll be so pumped about having had that dream that you'll have a dream about flying the next night. I've never dreamt of flying. Never dreamt. They're there. They're there. (laughs) But remember how Allison had mentioned that it was a little (laughs) bit difficult for her to take off? Yes. That could actually have a bit more of a negative tone to it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just where it didn't come as easily. And also you didn't care. You were like, whatever. (laughs) It didn't happen that easily. It wasn't that big of a deal. Um, So it might just mean that there's some barriers or some challenges in your way to obtaining that achievement. Mm -hmm. So it it might be that you're thinking there's a potential for this or I want this, but you're not at the point where you're elated about like, it's either in the bag or done, but you're thinking like, I want this so bad. This is going to take a lot of work to get this. Exactly. So that can be a little bit of a different connotation to it. Um, But there's also the possibility that it's not even linked to an achievement or a transition. It might literally just be that you're in a really good mood. And so you're reflecting that with, like, flying around and feeling, like, happy-go-lucky and free. Like, there's a lot of different 
possibilities for what it could mean. And so basically just encouraging people to reflect on what's going on in your life, um, what might it be linked to, and then taking a bit closer look at what other aspects are at play in the dream so that you can kind of decode things further by the location, who else was in the dream with you, what else was going on, um, and to kind of build that up into a better picture of what your mind might be thinking about. But so when you woke <clears throat> up from those flying dreams did Mm -hmm. you feel like super happy and like excited I honestly felt really bummed out because I was like I wanted to keep flying (laughs) and whenever that's happened before I've gone like tried to go back to sleep and just been like fly 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 dream dream sleep (laughs) time to get up and go to Costco That would be what would happen. Those hot dogs there are so good, they make me feel like I'm That's the steal of the century. So. If you dream that you're Spider-Man and you're web-slinging, are you falling, flying, or just swinging? Or all, all of them? I would that, say that the you flying are, portion wouldn't be scary because you're just you're like free-falling free, through the air. happy, like, and in love with a horse <laughs> <laughs> all at once. All of those things. Man, if Spider-Man had a Pegasus, he'd be unstoppable. Speaking of Pegasus... <laughs> um, Sigmund Freud's explanation oh, God, here we go. <laughs> of flying is that it's linked to a sexual burst, the maybe your Everything first is sex sexual experience, like the um, horse people. or it could be that you're ready to just kind of indulge in erotic experimentation, um, and so you're dreaming about flying and being free and having nothing hold you back. And again, I'm not surprised that there's a sexual. Could he have just been kind of a pervert? <laughs> Maybe a sex addict instead of a pervert. I don't know. Something. I'm not sure, but I do note that a lot of instances when it's like Freud's possible interpretation, That's what he's it known tends for. to be sexual. And then even in the books that I've been reading, it's kind of like, not surprisingly. Freud makes a sexual correlation for this dream symbol. So it it is what it is. I wasn't super shocked, but I thought I'd share that piece, especially since it was kind of connected to that flying horse portion. You could dream of buying a new box of paper clips and he'd be like, you are looking to get laid. And you're like, what? (laughs) I ran out at work and I dream about work. That's it. And sometimes that literally is the only thing fueling something happening in your dream. is It's like a literal correlation to your real life. So when you find those literal correlations... It's, you don't necessarily need to dig that much deeper. So if I had a movie about a dinosaur and then dreamed about a dinosaur, it's probably because, like, the movie about the dinosaur. Tammy and the T-Rex. Exactly. For example. It's a great movie. It's a movie. That's Paul Walker. That's accurate. If he's in it, it's a movie. It's a real movie. Yeah. That's what I said. It has a T-Rex it's in it. It's just a movie. All right, so that's kind of the the pieces that I pulled together for Imagine uh, if around this wasn't flying. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but now I made the edge check. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely recording. Okay, so any other thoughts on the the flying part before I move on to the falling? What's is it the plural of Pegasus Pegasi? I, I've never. Can someone I've never, <laughs> never looked that one up. Never had to use it in plural. Do you run into a lot of situations in which there's more than one Pegasus? Pegasi. <laughs> it's just Pegai. Pegai? I don't think that's right. Okay, folks. First of all, Pegasus was like the name of a mythical horse. So like it's like how not, many? But you can call all. Yeah, it's the proper name. Horses. But it seems that if you have to, Pegasuses or Pegasi is fine. Pegasi. <laughs> <laughs> Pegasuses. <laughs> Perfect. 
All right, so let's move on to the falling portion, which is a little darker and less fun than flying dreams. And a common myth that is out there is around if you ever fall in your dreams and you land and you hit, that you die in real life. Has that ever happened to yes. anybody? Have you actually landed? Yeah. Really? Okay, so mine's not... Let's bust this myth. <laughs> I'm still alive for the record. <laughs> um, Devin's giving me but a look like, are you sure? cats always land on their feet. Cats so. always land on their feet. Um, I had this recurring dream when I was really, really young. And it's tech. It's not really falling. It's mm -hmm. Basically, I lived in a house on the north side. And my basement was kind of creepy. And we had these long stairs. And I had these dreams where I'd go to the top of the stairs and think I could probably just jump this whole staircase. And I always would jump it and land. But when I was falling down towards the bottom, it was always kind of in slow motion. Okay. But, like, I never felt like it was kind of creepy, but, like, I never woke up being like, oh, that was a nightmare. Like, I always had this creepy feeling about the basement. I just, as a, I was only four when I lived in this house. But, um, yeah. So it was unsettling, and it was, like... Was not something that you would have been able to naturally do in real life no. without hurting yourself, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, not so much I mean, like, like I remember falling like, from a huge Yeah, like I'm not like from a building or, or anything. Yeah. But like I remember like I would wake up from these dreams and like go and look down the stairs. I'm like, as a kid, I'm like, even as an adult, no one could make that jump unless they like twist their ankle or something. Mm -hmm. like, there's enough stairs that yeah. you know, well, I mean, people that do parkour would probably roll their eyes and be like, I could do that. <laughs> um, yeah. Parkour? I feel like I could not. Is that what it's called? Parkour? What is it? It's like extreme stunt running and jumping. Those people that climb Sounds like Spider-Man? Right. Yeah. Is yeah, like, like, a, like outdoor running around. Yeah. Is that a hobby or is that like, like a, a hobby. competitive Allison thing? Allison knows. It's like a, it's like a <laughs> yeah. They do all the time. <laughs> Just climb up buildings? Yeah, they climb up oh, and easy. jump off buildings and do flips and cartwheels and somersaults and skip rope and whatever. I don't know. And jump down flights of stairs. Yeah, apparently I was dreaming I was doing parkour. <laughs> At the age long, of four? Long before parkour <laughs> even existed. Hipster Garfield over here. And I always landed on my feet. For the mm -hmm. record. Was that your only experience of like a fall in dreams? Um, I definitely, I mean, I don't really remember a lot of details, but I've definitely had dreams of falling and then actually falling out of the top bunk in my bunk beds when I was a kid. Oh, okay. Before, like, I remember. So, wait, when you were a kitten, you had bunk beds? <laughs> I said a kid. <laughs> he used to be a child. Now he's a cat. Oh, you're resurrected. Yeah. We should be talking about that. <laughs> Why are we wasting our time on a dream? I remember this motherfucker reincarnated as a cat. Yes. Um, but yeah, when I was a kid in my past life, um, my dad, when he made the bunk beds, he didn't originally put the railing on the top right. bunk. And I remember like, and the way the bunk, it wasn't like, like the bottom bunk was wider than the top bunk. So if you fell out, you landed on the bottom bunk. So I yeah. didn't get hurt. But I remember one dream where I, Felt like falling, and I actually was falling. And I landed so, like, on the basically, bottom. you like were rolled over to the point where you started falling off the bed, yeah. and then as your body's feeling that happening, yeah, your dream was like, "All right, I can roll with this sensation. We'll just incorporate yeah. that into this dream." Yeah, you yeah. landed on the bottom bunk. Yeah, where they kind of set like did one. The bottom bunk through? extends out. Okay, yeah. one of those. I was like, "Did you have like a curve going? <laughs> you, like curve back in?" No, yeah, the bottom bunk extends a fair bit. It's like. Because the top bunk is a single mattress and mm -hmm. the bottom bunk's like a double. That's, just, that's a good. So that's a good most setup. of your falling dreams then happened as a child. Yeah, that I can recall. Yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? All the falling dreams that I can remember have been like Devin said, like where you're dreaming. <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Sam Snight. Where you're kind of like walking along and then you either like fall or trip or mm -hmm. stumble and you immediately jerk awake. Yeah, and. 
I've definitely experienced those dreams as well. And I find those ones have usually been like as I was drifting to sleep, like not usually in the middle of the night, like more so early in the evening. So mm-hmm. like early in my dream cycle process or even when I was awake moments ago. Um, have you had any other ones, Dr. Sanson? No, I talked call? about falling when we were talking about <laughs> flying because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm all out of stories. No, we started with a general. That was fine. So I'm going to start on the physical side of things, since that was one that was fairly common amongst the group of folks here. And there's actually a technical term for what you guys described and what we talked about. Dreaming. (laughs) (laughs) The technical scientific term is dreaming. Quantum dreaming? Nope. I'm talking about that specific experience of, like, jerking, your body jerking. You do that all the time. I told you. When you kicked Devin. (laughs) (laughs) He told you about that, eh? (laughs) We're good. We're good friends. We watch the Canucks hockey games. Do you observe them sleeping sometimes? For medical research? Creepy. Oh, Oh, for research? They don't know I've got the camera set up in there. Neat. Oh, yeah, that's not creepy. (laughs) Oh, she's right there. (laughs) Okay, so the technical term for that experience is a hypno. You nope. Didn't, didn't practice this, did you? <laughs> Where? A hypnagogic jerk is, I believe, the technical term. That's my name in high school. It's and it's it's spelled H Y P N A G O G I C. Hypnagogic is how I think it's pronounced. So yeah, a hypnagogic jerk. It's an involuntary kind of muscle spasm that primarily occurs when someone is drifting off to sleep. And that's when you'll often get those correlations within your sleep of either falling off something or tripping over Slipping something. Slipping on ice. Slipping on ice. That's the common one for me. <laughs> Wait, where are you going to sleep? Like I'm not sleeping on ice. I just I'm <laughs> sleeping and then I just have well, a moment. Well, you said where, that's the most common one. Well, like, it just happens. Like I don't. There's no dream. I just like I'm going to sleep and then it's not a dream, but somehow in my mind suddenly there's no getting on the ice. It's just. I'm, I'm not even on the ice. I just slip off the ice. That sounds like a dream, dude. But it's not because there's no, there's nothing before the slip. Like, it's just a thing. Like, it's a, it's like my brain fired mm-hmm. something, an image into my head. But it's, there's nothing. There's I, would no call plot, it, there's, I would call it a micro dream. Yes. <laughs> quantum dream. Yeah, sometimes if you're falling asleep Point and you, like, jerk away, you might have, like, a, yeah, a blip of something. That sounds like a portion of a dream. Micro dream or a dream blip. It's like my body's like, okay, we're going to finally dream. Nope, you're going to fall. Wake up. <laughs> Screw you. So I mentioned this like scientific term for that, but it's also known as a hypnic jerk or a sleep start. Hypnotic jerk? Hypnic. <laughs> <laughs> hypnic jerk or a sleep start. Hypnic jerk, all right. And they talk hypnic about it being... <laughs> no, hypnic. Picnic and hypno jerk. H-Y-P-N-I-C. <laughs> picturing a group of people going to have a picnic, picnic and they're like, ah, the jerk's here. <laughs> Gonna startle us out of sleep let's again. Make, let's make an 80s serial killer movie called The Hypno Jerk. <laughs> Good. And he hypnotizes people. Why and that's how he convinces them to come to his... Why the 80s? I don't know. Hypnodrick sounds like a bad 80s movie to me. Yeah. I mean, we can make it a new one. But there's actually some things that can trigger that and promote those hypnic jerks from happening more often. It could promote be... prevent. I love that she's that doing like this it. little like dance sway when that? she says it. No, that just to keep aware that when you're doing it, that can promote it. So basically to avoid these things if you oh. want to prevent it. Okay. So what can kind of bring it on or trigger it? Horses. 
<laughs> if you're having a lot of stress, if you have experiencing depression and anxiety, if you've had a sugar overload um, that hasn't your body hasn't processed enough before bed or caffeine that your body hasn't processed before bed, you're more likely to have your body kind of like you just described every journey. working person. <laughs> Someone who's doesn't the human body stress and the body naturally and twitch when you're falling asleep anyways though? See, that's what I thought that it was just kind of a natural part of the process because I have it happen so often and yeah. so regularly. Um, but I think that yeah. it's more likely to be maybe more pronounced or more common or more frequent if you're having those things going on. Okay. Whereas maybe like your body might like spasm a little bit here and there, but not enough to kind of disrupt your sleep. Because I've like I've I've like done a little bit of research on ways to uh, induce uh, lucid dreaming, mm-hmm. and I got to the point where I was conscious while my body started twitching, and I couldn't like stay relaxed like I couldn't get past that yeah like, everything I read you just like, started convulsing your your body your body starts to twitch like as your body starts to fall asleep yeah. and I was trying to stay conscious so that when I slipped into the dream I would know I'm dreaming but I got to the part where my body was twitching and I couldn't handle it maybe you need to make sure that you have less sugar and less I caffeine. like cookies maybe <laughs> too much I eat three cupcakes Bedtime before cookies. bed <laughs> every <laughs> single three. night um, well, I double up on the frosting. Garfield, good stuff. you may want to try something that I had Lasagna. tried in the past with the lucid <laughs> dreaming promotion, and that was between snoozes. You might be experiencing less of those hypnic jerks, mm. um, and it might be more easy to fall back into Do you have dream. most of your uh, vivid dreams that you remember more when you hit the snooze button? Help Those yourself to my water. Because <laughs> I, I was telling Samson earlier tonight that I hit the snooze button this morning like, mm-hmm. three times, and I like had three dreams that I remembered at the time. Yeah, I have a lot of dreams within those periods for sure. Yeah. And it was Amanda who kind of suggested maybe try some of those techniques for lucid dreaming between snoozes, mm. and I did. And the first time I tried it, I had a lucid dream. Interesting. Maybe I'll try that. The thing is, That's when I hit I when I hit snooze, though, I really don't want like it sounds like work to get a lucid dream. Like you really have to concentrate. Mm-hmm. It was work for me, hundred percent. I don't sleep well anyway, so trying to do more <laughs> sounds like a terrible thing. Yeah, so, exactly. Devin, you wake up naturally, right? Like, you just wake up. It's you a combination. It could alarm. be. It. No, well, I do have an alarm just in case, yeah. but I but rarely you hear it go off. Wake up so, I found that, like, the dreams that I remember most often are when I've been woken up during a dream. But if you wake up just because your mind comes out gradually out of sleep, that's probably why you don't remember a lot of your dreams because you're just true. waking up naturally. What time in the morning do you naturally wake so up? So you should set alarms yeah. in the middle of the night. Not on days you work. Set an alarm four hours after you go to sleep, and that's about the point where you'll be going into, like, it's also when I have to go to work. work. <laughs> <laughs> you only sleep for four hours? Oh, it, on a good night. Damn. Dude, I live a nightmare. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just an extremely light sleeper, and she moves a lot, and there's, like, noises. It's not, like, even a loud neighborhood. It's just, like, the fridge will turn on. Getting a separate bedroom, you and Walt, and then her and Astrid. (laughs) That's what happens when we're sick. (laughs) That's not going to help me sleep, though. Actually, when she's out of town on a business trip, I sleep like a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Marriage is going strong. Yes. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not unhappy. Devin's not unhappy. <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> we shouldn't so, talk about him. So there's a lot of different um, 
types of scenarios for which you might be having a falling dream. It could be because you were pushed. It could be because you lost your balance or you lost your grip on something and then fell or you were holding on to something and then fell. Maybe you like slipped and fell or um, you were on the edge of like a cliff and then fell. There's a lot of different possibilities. If you pick someone up while they're sleeping and then drop them, like, you know, like picked them up over the bed for two you know, feet and then, we, then just you know, dropped them. Like your would they have Saturday a falling night. dream? They might. That Let's could try promote it. it. Do you want me to just I'm like gonna gradually? I'm going to knock you out after this, we're going to try it. <laughs> yeah, She's right. going to put you up to bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But one of the one of the definitions pertaining to falling was when you land at the bottom, which is kind of what you would describe. Yeah. Like you have that falling sensation, and then you land. Yeah, um, I'm gonna die. Is so, what you said. No, I said that that's a. I said that everything I've read said that's a myth, and that you confirming that was just further confirmation that it's a myth. But what this is saying is that it could suggest that there's some kind of an end to a part of your life. So not Jeez. your life. No, but like you said, well, maybe you were leaving that house yeah, soon. So maybe it was I, part of that's a... That's when I moved to my house in New Maryland. So yeah, that makes sense. So you wanted to, you went to like the depths of your house before you had to leave it yeah, in your dream. So you and... hit the floor. Hit the floor and then got up and moved to New Maryland. After I woke up. I get that metaphor. That makes perfect <laughs> sense. She's a professional. Check. For one item this episode. <laughs> Um, and what I was actually surprised to find is that there can actually be some positive correlations associated with falling. I don't know about you guys, but when I was having falling dreams, it was never like a wee. I mean, I I remember I remember it not being a nightmare, but I still remember being freaked out because I, as a kid, thought that basement was really scary. And so when I was standing at the top of the stairs, I was like, I don't want to go down mm-hmm. there. But then something always compelled me to jump all the way down. And I remember landing. And as soon as I got to the bottom, I was fine. And I remember just thinking it was so cool that I could jump all the way down my stairs. Yeah. And then once I was at the bottom, the basement wasn't really that scary anymore. So it wasn't so scary maybe that you had to move, that you were coming to terms with it and accepting right. it maybe. Yeah. But if nice. you have ever had any positive sensations when you were falling in your dream, one of the definitions or explanations is that you might have something, sudden type of change in your life that will be in your favor. And um, so that kind of suddenness of it could be equated to that suddenness of falling. And if you had the ability to land on your feet, it shows that you will overcome obstacles in your life. So again, we're going back to that landing on your feet piece Mm -hmm. as well and having that potentially positive correlation. But I think most people, when they end up having like falling dreams, don't end up landing. They're not landing on their feet and it's kind of scary. And with your experience, Allison, do any of these draw out to you at all like in terms of either losing balance being pushed losing grip or you were holding on or yeah it's hard like I can not really remember the exact circumstances Mm -hmm. it's usually just like a slip and fall type thing the same like if you're walking along and you slip and fall on the ice so it wouldn't be like terror it would be more like surprise yeah um and Mm -hmm. like whoops I just fell yeah like you try to catch yourself yeah but you can't so it's kind of like you're falling down, but not necessarily like falling into no, the depths of a pit. I can't remember like any that. dreams where I'm like falling off a cliff or mm-hmm. falling off out of a plane or anything like that. Just a stump, more of a it's stumble. It's a stumble. Yeah. And same with you. I don't think Doctor that I'm Samson. waking up when I hit the ground. I think the shock of slipping causes me to yeah. move, and the moving wakes me up. If I could somehow have the shock and not twitch, 
I'd probably hit the ground. But it might be the twitch that's causing the shock in your dream. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So the slipping possible explanation <laughs> for that piece Good is that it. you feel like you are um, slipping up in real life of some sort and it could be causing you emotional stress and then that feeling of slipping up could be translating into your dreams. But if it's that physiological trigger that's really what's bringing that up in your dreams, so it's because your body is physically twitching, there might be less of a symbolic um, meaning for it. It might just be that it's the physiological reality that your mind is trying to make sense of the sensation that your body is doing. It's just so, three cupcakes before bed. It's the sugar. Yeah, so if you want to avoid <laughs> having those types of experiences... Cut the cupcakes before bed. Three cut the cupcakes. cookies before I'll, bed. I'll, I'll cut the coffee before bed, and see how things go. Do you um, like cupcakes with a lot of icing? Like you know how those gourmet, no, hipster cupcakes all. No, if I'm eating a term. cupcake, I don't. I don't I like how for? much icing is at the top. So what I do is I split the cupcake part in half, and then I make it into more of a whoopie pie. So that the icing it's goes, easier to I eat it, it like that a way. I'm just yeah. saying, is it? It's too much icing. Like, remember when you were a kid and you got cupcakes at like school, and like parents made them. You know what I'm talking about? They didn't put icing on them. It was that thick? No. It was like normal. Yeah, yeah. that's a good cupcake. Same with cakes. You can't have too much icing. No, it's way too sweet. Like fondant. It depends on the kind of icing. Fondant is mm. that what it's called? That stuff that's basically leather. Yeah, but you wouldn't. It wouldn't be that. You don't eat that, do you? Do you eat that? Yeah, you eat it. You it's eat it, but cake. it's not. Here we go. I have a, f- a quick fact. I have, Please I have, share. I have You've asked me well. to provide the episode with one random fact this for is my a final really, episode. This is a really good segue because we are at the dream facts portion of dream the power. evening. <laughs> I love dream facts. Bring it. Do blind people dream? Yes. Did we talk about this? I've read about it. But it is not <laughs> a, buzz, it's so. been not in an episode. Buzz. No, that's not a question. Yes. I have an answer. This is a fact. Was I supposed to do it as a question? You can do whatever you want. It's your podcast. I'll do I'll do two. I'll do two then. This is my show now. Bring it. Bring it. Do blind people dream? Like I said before, I don't know what that means because I'm just reading this little text feature at the bottom here. Like I said before, everyone dreams. People who've been blind from birth dream about feelings, sensations, sounds, ideas, stuff like that. That's what it really says. You know, instead of visual stuff, thank you, Tucker Shaw, I think that that's a fascinating concept, to dream with no visuals. That's like the the falling on ice thing all the time, isn't it? Well, it's interesting. Dream about cherry lollipops? Like, I don't... Some people believe that the only faces you see in dreams are faces that you've seen in your waking life. So that kind of would make sense that if you haven't seen, like if you've never had vision. I've had dreams with people that I'm like, I don't know who that is. With like but it could be people that you've passed in the, uh, in the like streets. Strange. But imagine you've never seen a face. That's what I mean. So like, if you, you haven't seen up, right? any like visual images of any kind... That you would when you're sleeping, you would dream you make, the same types yeah. of experiences. I want to dream exactly. that Wait, just like, once. It makes sense. I want to experience that once. Dreams with no visuals. Do but you don't you like you have thoughts that have no visuals, right? Like I don't, you don't, well, maybe. you don't yeah. think Do in like sometimes you think everything in words, sometimes you think in abstract. So I can see how that would happen. Like you can experience emotions and thoughts that don't necessarily have corresponding visuals. Yeah. So I can. See but I never dream anything like that. Do I? 
I don't dream. Why are you asking none this? None of us would Is it possible that, that that's the only way I dream, but because there's no visuals, I never remember it? So that I, I, think I feel sh- like you would still, you could still remember it. I think you should it. do what Allison suggested and set an alarm for the middle of the night on a day you don't have to work. Then I'll never go back to sleep. Well, if you dream, you're not going to care. Big like, I had a dream. <laughs> oh, that's true. So I have some questions for you guys to test out your knowledge. Dream and facts. Buzzers at the ready, I see. Garfield's already set. Can the buzzer be the sound of you falling? I was going to... Ah! Well, we already, did, we already did screaming, so I was going to say flying sound effects. Like, whoosh. That works, too. Vroom. Yeah, like Vroom. a jet. You're a jet or whatever. Yeah, I have a How many people do you pole. think dream about flying? Do you have that question? Wait. Did I steal your question from this book? Do you have that question? I got it. How, what, what percent? Go. Of people in their lifetime? Ever dream about falling? What percent? Falling or flying? Flying. Uh, yes. Uh, what percentage? Yes. Uh, 85%. 60. 90. You read this book before. I've read a 57. lot of the books. <laughs> 57. I'm under the 24% of I'm not sure. Yeah, that's fair. It could have happened when I was like seven. Okay. So I have a few other items that kind of call back to some of our other episodes. Basically, polls were done of people with the question for this one, do you dream in color? And the options were, yeah, full color, or black and white, definitely, or I'm not sure. What do you think was the most common answer? Color. 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 Yes. And what percentage do you think that was? 200. 200%. 20 questions. 75. Uh... 58. Allison's the closest with 75. It's 80%. I was close. You said 200. <laughs> but you were not close. <laughs> so same setup. Basically, a group of people were asked a question. Do you appear in your own dreams? The options were always, sometimes, and never. I think you can probably guess which one's the most common. I am myself in my dream. So yeah. if I dream, of course I'm in it. Yeah. So, always is the most common, but yeah. what percentage of people do you think said? 80. That? I'm going to go higher and say 88. 70. Only oh, 61. Damn, yeah. Sometimes was 38%. Two wrong? Three? Yeah. So, for me, like, I often have dreams where I'm not... <laughs> I'm not myself, or I'm other people, or yeah, I'm not even in Yeah, but you have weird th- third-person <laughs> There's people who have those. It's not just me. It's just her. <laughs> Another one is, when was the last time you had a nightmare? Either within the last month, within the last year, or I don't remember. What do you think is the most common? I'd want to work on Friday. I would, know, I would want At to know work? how they're defining nightmare. Not sure. I'm going to say in the last night. Wait, what night of the week did they do? So that would be within the last month. That would be the shortest time frame. Oh, month was... Yeah, okay. I'll say month then, yeah. All of my dreams are late for work or something. Yeah, that counts. That's all nightmares. That counts. So like yesterday probably. I just don't remember it. Yeah, and that was the highest one. What what percentage of people do you think fall within the last month? That have had a nightmare? Yeah. 90. This month? Like April? Like Pet Cemetery came out. May. I guess, yeah, one month, like October, Halloween. Like, yeah, Halloween, you'd have a lot more. Yeah. I don't know what month this was pulled. Uh, then I can't say, because Christmas, there's not a lot of nightmares going on at the holiday this season. This poll is inconclusive. Yeah, this, no, is, I'm gonna this is invalid. From, I'm going to refrain, refrain from answering. Gonna I say, can't, man. I got I'll say 50 because buzz. I know what month it is. I'm going to say 72%. You were really close, Dr. Sansonite. It was 54%. Yeah. I can't That's get over. I can't average. get over that. There's 28 percent of people who said that they can't remember the last time they had their last nightmare. 
I don't. That's bonkers. I don't Slug remember. You're married to one. I don't remember my dreams. Anyways. Um, so, I thought we could end the episode with a little bit of a note on where our listeners are coming from. So, kind of looking at that after... Ah, finally. <laughs> this has been getting cut since the get-go. <laughs> Hi, no. Spain. Hello, Spain. <laughs> Finally. I've been trying be to cut. get you in. We've said hi to you, Spain, like, five times. <laughs> They're never going to hear this. She cuts. She, she cuts cut it this out too. every time. Apparently, we're not allowed to say hi to countries. I think it's pretty obvious, um, with this being a Canadian podcast, that most of our listeners are in Canada. So, what percentage of the listeners do you think are from Canada? Six. Six percent? <laughs> I just said most are from Canada. I'm going to go with... Uh, 85. Oh, I won't go that high. Wait, well, she pointed at you, so it looks like you're right. So, 85. 87. 83. I'm going to say, I wanted to go in the 60s, but like 67%. You're the closest. 69. 70%. Why did you point at her like she was right? Because she answered. Oh. She was answering. She was acknowledging my answer. No, it's 70% in Canada. And what do you think the next top country is? The U.S. Ding, 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 ding. What percentage? Six. I would say... 15. Are you dancing? Is I'm he... saying no. <laughs> Do we keep guessing until we're around? 20. That's the closest. 24%. So there's only a few percentages left for the other countries. Um, what That's because you... it's a few Canadians using a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, but what do you think the next top one is? Spain. Spain. Nope. Sorry, Spain. Argentina. Cuba. Costa no. Rica. It's people on vacation. England. Who is it? Australia. Oh. Mm-hmm. How many? You have the superior version of MasterChef Australia. Let me make that very (laughs) fucking clear right now. There's no bullshit with yours. It's a great show. Also, your gun laws are on point. Absolutely. Keep up the good work. And the one percentage of our listeners is from a country you've mentioned. Spain. Spain. And the UK. I'm hoping they fly us out so we can go on location. (laughs) (laughs) For is the it, one percentage of is listeners. It, wait, is it one percentage or is it only one person from Spain? <laughs> it's the VPN from the guy next door. <laughs> <laughs> and then some honorable mentions to Iran, Romania, Bahamas, Haiti, and India for some other um, where some other listeners are coming from, or from where folks are using their VPN usage from. But either way, if you're from these countries and you've been tuning in. Thank you very much. How That's did you it find for it? our episode. <laughs> and also, sorry. Like, did you just, like, you, the iTunes search dreams? That's got to be it, right? Because they don't follow you. Mm-hmm. How did they find it? They heard about this awesome podcast from He's all been... of their awesome friends. Well, folks, that's it for this season of All Things Dreams. Thank you very much for joining. Should we sing the season finale song? Season finale. Finale. Bye.